Welcome everyone to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. A few months ago, I recorded an episode called Womanhood to Motherhood, where I shared some of my insights as I navigate this experience through my 30s as a single woman and now whilst in a relationship. In particular, I explore this idea of matrescence as a word to describe the transition we go through as we weigh up our fertility, pregnancy and motherhood. Of all the episodes I've done, this one really seemed to connect with so many of you, whether you're pregnant or had children, or like myself, you were trying to get pregnant, or maybe you were just figuring out what felt right for you in this space. And I've been blown away by people's stories and experiences, and it's repeatedly reminded me of the enormous strength and tenacity of women. Now, during that episode, I give a little insight into my own personal experience of repeated pregnancy loss and my hopes for this year for 2023. I received so many kind words after sharing my experience of women who'd been down a similar path as me, reassuring me that my time would come. And I'm happy to now share that all those positive vibes must have worked their magic as I'm now halfway through a healthy pregnancy and my little bub is due in a few months time. To say it's been a roller coaster of emotion over the last six months would be an understatement and I'm constantly mesmerised by the wisdom of my body and mind as I go to this experience. Unlike other episodes where I break down topics into like a bite-sized kind of pep talk, this episode is just my way of expressing and sharing some of the insights that have helped me to heal and move forward in the hope that it might help or inspire others. My main message today is to firstly recognise that healing and navigating the challenges of life and fertility is just one of them, is not a linear process. It's not as simple as doing A and then getting B. Instead, it feels like it's this messy narrative with a lot of highs and lows all coming together. A big lesson for me over the last year really has been the power of listening to my gut and my inner voice. So after my second pregnancy loss, I knew something had to change. And last November, when I was out for a walk, an idea just started to bubble up and it was kind of saying to me, you know, what if I stepped out of my coaching job at the university and took a year out? Now, my logical mind was waiting to pounce with all the reasons why I couldn't do something so drastic. You must be mad. What about, you know, your finances? What about your career? All these kind of things bubbling and what would people say? All these kind of things bubbling, mad stuff. But instead of tossing this idea as a side, I started to play around with it and give it a little airtime. And when I did, I felt this wave of relief kind of wash over me as I imagined my life at a slower pace, less commuting, more time for me to research and be creative and play with my own coaching business, which had been bubbling in the background. And most importantly, just to kind of figure things out and just have time. And I know it might sound weird, But I just had this quiet feeling that even though it was going to be scary and that it might even sound a bit illogical to some people, I knew taking this year out was what I needed to do. And a few months later, just two days before I finished up my job, I found out I was pregnant again naturally. 
I was shocked because I had just been to a fertility specialist to discuss to discuss our options moving forward. So I took this as my sign to go slower and to look after my mind and body. And this leads me to kind of my second insight, which is about leaning into healers and helpers. In previous episodes, I've shared my belief of a holistic approach to mind and body health. And now I'm even more convinced of this. The first few months of my pregnancy have been filled with lots of anxious moments and worries as we simply waited for the weeks to tick by. <laughs> Every time I record this, the emotion, I, I think, oh, I'm, I'm not going to get emotional. And this is where I really just had to trust and surrender and really focus on my well-being. Um, there is still so much that we don't know about how our bodies work. But one thing that is gaining a lot more recognition is the impact our emotional well-being and mindset has on our physical body. And over the last two years, I've been open to lots of different healing experiences, whether it's Reiki or acupuncture or reflexology. And look, some have connected with me more than others, but I truly believe this holistic approach to my health and looking after both mind and body has allowed me to feel greater ease and calmness even during the really tough times. Now, by no means am I saying we need to turn our backs on traditional medicine or anything like that, but I think we can find great solace and wisdom by exploring and unpacking this mind-body connection on a deeper level. And as the famous saying goes, the body truly keeps the score. Now, on my social media page, I repeatedly flag at the power of the pause. And this is something that I really try to lean into and make part of my life because there's such benefit in giving ourselves a break to just rest. It can feel like it's almost impossible to see your next step or to break out of an emotional cycle when you're bogged down in the weeds. So if you're going through some pain or even overwhelm right now, please remember it's okay to hibernate and to step back from societal expectations. It's okay to say no to an event. It's okay to take a break from work or just spend time on your own. Last November, I was feeling so burnt out. I just wanted to curl up and rest. And I remember there was one weekend in December where I was due to go to two Christmas events with friends and I declined both because I knew I just I didn't have the capacity or the energy to show up. And I reassured myself, you know, that something else would come up that weekend that would be more in line with what I needed at that time. And then, you know, lo and behold, a few days later, I noticed an ad for a Reiki course in my local area. And I spent that weekend learning from a wonderful healer how to kind of tune into my body and even tap into my own healing powers. And that experience cracked me wide open. And I had one of my ugliest, biggest cries. You know, those ones that really you can barely breathe and you're just like proper heart opening cry. And it was so good. Like it really was. And I think back to it. And it's something that it wouldn't have happened if I'd put on a brave face and forced myself to go to things that just didn't feel right at the time. And despite the pain that comes from these challenging life experiences, I found it can actually present us with a wonderful opportunity to experience and learn new tools that can help our well-being. I was so grateful in the last few months as my little well-being toolkit really helped me to stay grounded and calm. 
And I'm not going to pretend that I have it all worked out or that there haven't been days where I felt really overwhelmed by worry. But I do feel that I'm better able to regulate my emotions and not let this fear kind of hijack my life. But perhaps the best lesson for me over this experience of the last year or so has been looking for moments of fun. Now, I know I mentioned earlier about this idea of hibernating to heal. And I just want to be clear that when I talk about this, I don't really mean that you cut everyone and everything off. And, and But maybe you do need to do that sometimes. But as human beings, we really are hardwired to find connection and comfort around others. So instead, it's about listening to your inner voice and thinking, what would I love to do? Like, what would make me feel joyful? Because there's a huge difference between doing things you feel you should do in order to have fun and doing the things that you love to do that bring you joy. I feel like somewhere along our journey to adulthood, a lot of us have forgotten how to have fun and to do things simply for enjoyment, for no other reason, because we're constantly bombarded with this idea that everything we do must have a clearly defined purpose and must have some advantage either to our career or our relationships or our personal development. And we rarely do things just because we want to. Like when, even now, just think, when was the last time you did something just for fun, just for fun and just for a laugh? And I can honestly say that I probably had one of the most, I guess, selfish, if that's the right word, summers in that my only objective was to enjoy myself and do things that I love. And a lot of them like were very simple things like going to the beach, sitting on our deck, eating ice cream, watching TV shows that I love, going to yoga in my local community. And slowly, bit by bit, I felt a lightness coming back into my heart. And it also made me realise that as I get older, it can nearly feel easier to get overwhelmed by all the heavy parts of life, especially as our conversations, well, a lot of them anyway, that, you know, in my age bracket tend to focus on, you know, the cost of living, mortgages, fertility, ageing parents, so like heavy topics. And when all we can see are the triggers on this kind of I guess heavy for use of a better word, we end up, you know, the tendency is that we can kind of miss all the glimmers of life and all the good things. Now, I do recognise that it's not as easy as just, you know, going to the beach for a day and miraculously, you know, we all feel better. But I do believe that we all have the responsibility to consciously sprinkle some lightness into our day. It's in this space that the beauty and all the good things of living can coexist alongside the grief or sadness that we also may be carrying. So if you've stuck around for this long listening, thank you. I am really excited to see where 2023 brings me. It has certainly taken a few unexpected, joyful twists so far. And I really hope my story is just a little reminder that when you feel a bit hopeless, hang in there. Because you just never know when something wonderful is going to happen. Like there is no way I could have imagined my story playing out the way it has and definitely not over the last six or seven months. And that all those tears and the hurt would lead me right here. And this is where I leave you. Until next time, take care. 